This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome back to another episode, or welcome to. I was just thinking that maybe I shouldn't assume that you're coming back. Welcome to Forge Daily. My name is Mackenzie Barwell. I am your host here to give you all things Forge FC. The team started practice this morning in a fun way. The activation was tic-tac-toe. It was like a relay. There were a bunch of teams paired against each other, racing to win this game of tic-tac-toe using cones. Anyways, I just thought I should mention that because... I'm sure it was as much fun to play as it was to watch. And I talked to a couple players after practice about it, but we'll get to that later. In today's episode, you can expect to hear from Coach Bobby and Noah Jensen at the pre-match press conference. Uh, But let's have a look at some recent news surrounding the league and York United to get some context for what we might see tomorrow night. To refresh your memory, your Forge FC have 19 matches played with 29 total points. Fortunately, Pacific and Cavalry have 32 and 30 points, uh, but only 18 matches played. So as we approach the end of the season, it's crucial that Forge take advantage of these remaining matches. Just like Malik said yesterday, it's now about getting results. York has also played 19 matches. They've got 25 total points, recording seven wins, four draws, and eight losses. They're still tied for fourth, and we know that since there are now five playoff spots available, still very much in the race for the regular season title. A name I've mentioned a few times before, another team of the week appearance for York United's Clement Baia. Last Saturday, he recorded two assists, winning his one-on-one battles every time without fail. And someone else worth mentioning with regards to York's players, striker Ozaze De Rosero will be unable to compete with York this weekend. The club announced a few days ago that he's ineligible to represent them for the month of August because of a violation to the CPL's anti-doping rule. In his statement, Ozaze said that he unknowingly consumed THC after eating an unlabeled dessert at a dinner gathering he attended a few days prior to a match earlier this year. So he'll receive a month suspension for doing so. Kind of a weird situation, but it will affect York United's lineup. And interestingly enough, his 18-year-old brother Adisa has recently joined the club as well as a goalkeeper, a part of their 23-man roster. He's actually on loan from Toronto FC's second squad, so he'll return to that program after the end of the 2023 CPL season. All right, let's hear from Coach Bobby and Noah at the press conference I mentioned to them that Forge has a reputation of bringing out the best in teams, but asked them, what is it about this provincial rivalry in particular that brings out such a competitive edge to both sides? Yeah, I mean, for the last two years I've been here, we've always had good and entertaining games against York. Um, Last year and this year, you know, we've both been at different spots on the table, but this year, you know, York's really been pushing up and it makes the games against them that much more competitive. Um, I know this year we we dropped an unfortunate game to them last time we played them here. So, you know, we're looking to have a better performance and something much like the the performance we put on when we played away against them last time. So, yeah, just something that, you know, we need to take care of and to, to put us in a, a good spot in the table. You mentioned that throughout your two years here, you've kind of seen the rivalry progress. But looking ahead, how do you see it kind of evolving in the future? I mean, I think it's great to, you know, having a, a smaller league and still having games that just mean that much more, especially for the fans. Um, I know that they get some fans traveling here for our for our games, but when we play there, you know, we have a lot of our fans go there and it makes it a really cool environment to play in and uh, just another 
derby match to be a part of, that's always fun for the players. Yeah, I think for us, uh, the most important thing we see in front of us is uh, we have an opponent that we need to get three points from this uh, this weekend. Uh, and, you know, it just so happens to be York and the, the games are usually good ones. But, uh, you know, for us, it's uh, the most important thing is the three points, not so much of who we have in front of us. York always brings their best game when they're playing us. Doesn't matter if they've won three straight, if they've lost three straight. Um, it's irrelevant. You know, you look at a lot of the guys on the field, they may know each other or have some... Uh, some history, whether they've played with each other and so on. So there's a lot of things uh, like that going to it. And the distance between our two clubs is uh, is just down the, down the highway. So it always makes it for a little bit of a different match. Um, for us, the most important thing, and because we never discuss things like that, is uh, is how we go about uh, giving ourselves the best opportunity to win the game and get three points. What I know is we've created a tradition of winning at this club. When you create a tradition of winning, uh, that means you always have to be prepared for everyone's best. Um, whether that's York or or Halifax or whoever, uh, Ottawa, any team in the league, you have to be prepared for their best. And I think that's one thing that uh, we always have to remind the players of. Um, that's something that uh, that we've created. That's something that the club has created uh, with a success. And uh, I think uh, every game we play is a little bit like a derby. Before we wrap up, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that the team had a tic-tac-toe activation this morning. So I decided to ask a few players what their dream team would look like. Oh, for my tic-tac-toe? Yeah. Uh, I would have <laughs> Noah Jensen, Ali, me, and Borges. <laughs> First two were based on intelligence and friendship. And then, and then the last two... And the last two and last two was just based on friendship, not intelligence. And also, Borges just was standing right there, so you had to say him. Ryan, drafting a tic-tac-toe team, who's it going to be? Tic-tac-toe? Yeah. Give me Garvin, give me Ali, give me Noah. Okay. Tic-tac-toe. You get to draft a team, you get three players. I'm going to pick... I'm going to take G, because that's my guy. Nice. And then... I'm also going to take Noah because uh, he's doing his master's right now, so he's an intellectual as well. Oh, okay, okay. So he's just like mentally I think G, went, G went to school too, no? All yeah. three of us have degrees. Yeah. Uh, who else went to school? Let's make, another, <laughs> let's make an intellectual team. Uh, yo, Boo! Yes. Did you graduate university? Uh, yeah? Okay, we'll take a Boo. I will take a Boo. <laughs> who are you drafting? Three kids. What? I take my wolves. <laughs> always, always, here. always wolves. The first one, <laughs> and the second one, I would take. I would pick uh, Garf, and the third one. Yeah, but Davies injured, so I would take. Oh, uh, true. So I take Kadim. Kadim, okay, fair. You just heard from Seva Costello, strength and conditioning coach Brian, Miles, and then Abu Sissoko. That will officially wrap up today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope I see you here tomorrow at Tim Hortons Field, 7 p.m. for the matchup against York United. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. 